Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on this Friday, the 23rd of July, 2021. Trust you've had a phenomenal week in sales. Hopefully you've taken your leadership to a whole new level and you're looking forward to a massive weekend to rest, recover, recuperate, re-energize, and then get ready to reload for next week. And today marks a very special day because today is 23rd of July, the official opening of the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. Now, I for one... We'll be, uh, we'll be sitting in with my family watching the Olympic Games opening ceremony tonight. And it's probably going to be pretty weird because there's no um, no crowds, but it'll be a spectacular opening, opening ceremony. But I was just thinking this morning, actually, as to whether they would still have all of the athletes marching in to the Olympic Stadium as part of the Olympic opening ceremony. Don't know. Um, haven't read anything to say yes or no, but uh, I'll be watching to with bated breath to uh, to find out. The, uh, to find out what happens. And I've got to say, uh, every four years, well, this time the fifth year, I uh, love, love, love the Olympic Games. Love the athletes, what they do. Love the stories, love the backstories. And I love the pressure and the inspiration and the courage that people, that people demonstrate in order to get to their best levels of performance. And for some of them, it's, uh, it's winning gold medals. For others, it's simply competing. And it reminds me of the Olympic values, which... I think a lot of us can take uh, heed from in terms of what we do on a daily basis and certainly in sales and in sales leadership, thinking about values such as friendship, excellence, respect, courage, determination, inspiration, and equality. I think these uh, Olympic Games epitomize all of that and I'll be looking forward to watching what happens over the next two weeks in relation to all the sports and all the stories that come out of that because there's always going to be a story of a of a person who achieves their the ultimate accolade for them and some of them it's going to be making a final for others it will be a gold medal but then for others it'll be just be uh, maybe a bronze medal or just being able to compete full stop um, and there's been a lot of a lot of athletes that have been training religiously over the last well now five years in order to be at their best and compete on the biggest stage and for I think if you talk to any athlete that competes in a sport that is on the Olympic curriculum then I think without shadow of a doubt they'd be saying that the Olympic is by far and away the biggest the the highest mountain to climb the most prestigious thing they want to get a part of now a lot of them win things like Wimbledon like you've got you got tennis in the Olympics on so who who would have thought right you got world championships world series individual accolades and so forth but for people to compete at the Olympic Games and win at Olympic Games, most people say that is the, the highlight of their career. And they've been training. They've been training, competing. They've been conditioning themselves to be at their peak when it matters most um, and where they can be demonstrating exceptional performance against the best in the world. And that's the thing. The Olympic Games brings the best of the best uh, because of the criteria is so difficult uh, into the Olympic Games in one spot. And you really get the opportunity to see, well, who is the best of the best? on the biggest stage of the world. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen over the next two weeks. And so in today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, the Olympics, but also uh, four key areas of the Olympics. And I call them the four Ps to Olympic performance and how these will play out for us as sales leaders as well. But um, it, is a, it is a really relevant time. And if you're, if you're an avid supporter of sport, but also if you're an avid watcher of, 
of people, of human behavior, but also looking for uh, examples from other areas that you can bring into your own existence, your own sales leadership, your own team, your own business, then there's no place better than the Olympic Games and the examples that you see play out because these guys have been training and they've been preparing for their biggest challenge and their biggest opportunity. And for many of them, it's been a long, long, hard road filled with challenges, filled with obstacles, filled with opportunities, of course. But for many, just getting here is the ultimate accolade. But for others, though, they want to win because the years of hard work and sacrifice makes it all worth it. And they're probably positioned in a position, well, positioned in a position. They're probably positioned in their sport where they are probably amongst the top anyway. So the expectation upon them is even is even bigger because people are looking at them and believing that they should be either either a gold medal or a silver medal or a, or a bronze medalist in the Olympic sport of their, of their choice. And so today I wanted to talk about and touch on four Ps to Olympic performance, which I think just about every single athlete that is going to be competing at Tokyo 2020 will have have had demonstrated at some point over the last four years and actually five years. And it's something that I think that all of us need to be able to think about and question ourselves around in relation to our own performance within our own, within our own team. Whether you be an individual contributor, whether you be a sales leader, or in fact, whether you just be a, le- a general leader, these four Ps are absolutely pivotal to our ability to be at our peak performance. And there's no better area than the Olympic Games to be at peak performance. And the four Ps are... Purpose, plan, persistence, and patience. Now, what I'm going to do is I'll break down each of these and talk about some key areas within each of these that not only applies to the Olympic Games in terms of athletes competing, but also think about this in relation to yourself, your team, and where you're positioned in your particular marketplace. So let's start with purpose first. Now, if you think about any Olympic athletes, do you reckon they have a really clearly defined purpose in any sport? If you spoke to any sport, any sports person who is at the Olympic Games this Olympic Games, and you ask them what their purpose was, I absolutely guarantee, without any shadow of a doubt, they could articulate that very, very uh, specifically and very explicitly. There'll be no ambiguity. There'll be no, oh, I think I wanted to do this. No, the purpose was I wanted to be a gold medal uh, medalist in the women's double skulls, for example, right? And so the purpose is very, very well defined. And this is, this is all about goal setting. It's all about knowing what it is you're wanting to do but more importantly than that, knowing why it is you're wanting to do it. Now, Simon, as Simon Sinek says, it's really, really important that we start with why. And organizations who know exactly why it is that they do something are going to be the ones that will typically uh, more consistently beat the organizations that know what it is that they're doing. And this goes for not just organizations, but it certainly goes for individuals, but also certainly sales leaders as well. So think about this. What is your purpose? What is your team's purpose? Why are you in a sales leadership role right now? Because if you don't know what your why is, if you don't have a clearly defined purpose, at the first sign of any challenge, at the first sign of any obstacles, at the first sign where it would be easy to quit, you're going to have second thoughts about what you're doing and you're going to potentially either slow down or stop or do something completely different and you're not going to necessarily stay the course. Now, if you spoke to any Olympic athlete and you asked them what their purpose was, not only could they clearly articulate it, but you'd see it in their behavior. They are meticulous in what they do. They are regimented in their preparation. They are regimented in their diet. Everything they do is a very specific plan, which I'll talk about in a second. But if they didn't have that clearly defined purpose, they wouldn't be getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning to do training before work. They wouldn't actually have to put some discipline in place to know that if they didn't do this and they'd be one step behind 
the person who they're competing with potentially on a bigger stage, knowing that the other person will be training when they're not. And so a clearly defined purpose is going to let them, it almost becomes like the North Star Forum. This is where I'm going, this is my why, and that will be enough for me to persevere on all the things I've got to get done to get myself prepared and get myself into a position where I have the opportunity to perform on the biggest stage. So it starts with a purpose. So if you think about yourself and your sales leadership team and your sales leadership in particular, what is your purpose? Why are you doing what you're doing? And if you can't answer that, then it's a bit of a bit of work to be done in terms of getting really, really clear on why is it that you are a sales leader? Because that's where it all starts. Once you've got that in place, then we need to put a plan together. And that's the second P. What is your plan? This is all about what is the blueprint for success? What goals do we have to set? So we've got that purpose. We've got the big, hairy, audacious goal. Maybe it's the, the Olympic Games or what is our equivalent Olympic Games? It could be number one salesperson, number one sales team in the, uh, in the company over the next 12 months or it could be in two years' time, whatever the case might be. Really, really, really crucial to know what that goal is and what success looks like. So we need to put a blueprint around it so that we know what steps we need to put in place in order for us to be in a position where we can achieve that goal and we can realize our purpose. So this includes... What sort of training regime do we need to put in place? What kind of uh, people do we need to surround ourselves with? Who do we need to have in our corner? Who do I need, need to have as coaches, as mentors? Who do I need to have as teachers? What sort of performance metrics and benchmarks and milestones do I have to put in place? Uh, what sort of activities do I need to do on a regular basis? And what's, what's my execution plan? For example, when do I need to, how many hours do I need to put in in preparation in terms of training? What sort of competitions do I need to get involved with so that over the next three years, four years, five years, in the case of the Olympic Games, I am peaking at exactly the right moment where I will be at my physical and mental best at the Olympic Games in 2020 Tokyo, which happens to be 2021. But that's the thing. It's all about the plan, the preparation. Now, I am staggered at the number of sales leaders that I work with and I talk to who actually don't have a plan. In fact, the only plan they have is they've got a sales target that they have to hit. But they don't give it much more thought than that other than we've got to do whatever it takes to get the sales target. And so you can literally see people running around like like sometimes with chooks with their head cut off, running in random directions, doing random things and not staying the course. Why? Because they haven't got a clearly thought out and articulated plan and a blueprint to follow. And this is the difference between an exceptional sales leader and an exceptional Olympian and everybody else. Not only do they have a plan, they follow the plan, and they follow the plan religiously. And it's all about the implementation. So make sure we have a really clearly articulated plan, which is a blueprint for our success that we can follow and will maximize the opportunity for us to get the outcome that we're looking for. So that's the second P. The third P is persistence, and this is about implementation. We've got the clearly articulated plan. We've got the blueprint for success. This is about taking action. This is about taking consistent action as what are the daily activities that we need to do that we know that over time will start to compound. And I've talked about this a lot, that consistency compounds. And so when you've got the right plan with the right people in the right position supporting you and you've got the right technique and you're working through this, then it will take persistence because you're not necessarily going to be a gold medalist from day one when you're starting to execute the plan. But it's only through repetition and getting feedback and persisting through when things are not necessarily working as well as you would expect, or you're not getting the results that you thought you were going to get or you wanted to get, but it's being able to persist through that, not getting ahead of yourself, but also not giving up, and knowing that challenges and obstacles and things that'll happen will be an inevitable ingredient 
to your story. And what I love about a lot of the Olympic Games and over the course of the next two weeks, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of examples, particularly of the Australian athletes, where there's going to be a backstory. And there'll be stories of people overcoming what we would consider almost insurmountable odds. But their purpose was so strong that they were prepared to do whatever it took to get over those obstacles. And this is the power of persistence. There is so much that we as sales leaders in particular can take from athletes who have overcome so many challenges, so many setbacks to still be in a position where there is an opportunity for them to perform at their best and maybe, just maybe, get the opportunity to get on the podium to win a gold medal. And that is what persistence is all about because the only the only way to really not win is to quit. And if you're prepared to stay the course, if you're prepared to handle the challenges that are going to come your way and be prepared for those challenges and know that every post is not going to be made a winner, that you will have to maybe fall down. You will have to get grazed. You might have to break some bones, metaphorically, hopefully. But you know that be able to get back up and keep going is the art of persistence because when you get to that outcome, when you get to being able to fulfill your purpose and whatever that is for you, whether that's a gold medal or whatever the case might be, the accomplishment you feel and the satisfaction you feel and the fulfillment you feel having achieved something, whether that's the gold medal or whatever, but the fact that you didn't give up and the fact that you persisted makes the outcome even more sweeter. And I know that from from personal experience in in a number of things. And, And one in particular is just the persistence that I've had with over the last 12 months doing this podcast, right? I would never have thought, and I think I alluded to this on the 300th episode that I did last week, that I would never have thought I'd get to 50 episodes, let alone to 300. And here I am today recording episode 307. And and all I've done is I've made a decision to jump off the log into the water and record a podcast every day for the last 12 months. And it's been a, it's been a game of persistence. And have there been times when I... Couldn't be bothered doing it? Absolutely. Has there been times when I didn't want to do it? Absolutely. But guess what? My purpose, my why is very, very clear. And so I'm doing it anyway, irrespective of how I feel. And this is what you'll find with a lot of excellent, exceptional performers, whether it be athletes or business people, that there'll be times when they don't feel like it. And I guarantee you there'll be times when athletes don't feel like getting up at four o'clock in the morning, but they do it anyway because the power of the the purpose and the power of the of the why is so strong that it just pulls them towards it. And they develop success habits. As I talked about in a lot yesterday or the day before, success leaves clues. And so we need to be able to do that. We need to be able to take what those clues are and persist, 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 and never ever give up. And then the final P is patience. This is all about staying in the game, keeping the purpose clearly in front of mind and making the decision never ever to give up. Now, does that mean that you won't be uh, dealt with some blows along the way, maybe some disappointments, and maybe feedback to say, hey, you're not really up to it. And maybe you're going to have to go a different route to get to where you want to go to. But you know what? I'm going to be patient anyway and not forcing the results too quickly. And here's here's a thing that I find particularly in sales, that a lot of organizations and a lot of sales leaders in particular are not patient enough. They want results straight away. It's the instant gratification society that we live in that sort of presupposes that whenever somebody comes into the team, they're going to deliver results instantly. And so we have to temper that with a level of patience to say, you know what, there has to be some development done. There have to there has to be some time that passes. But also through that time, as long as the person is making progress, as long as they're demonstrating the competencies that we're looking for, and as long as they're improving, and as long as we're in a position to give them feedback, and by the way, they're following the blueprint, then guess what? The results will take care of themselves. So a level of patience 
is absolutely necessary as well. Now, does that not mean that you don't have a sense of urgency? No, it's not meaning that at all. You still have to have a sense of urgency and you still have to have a defined timeline by which you want to achieve something because then you can you start working towards that plan based on execution and the amount of time you spend. But in the process of doing that, we have to have the level of patience that the results will happen. We just need to understand that there are certain laws and one of those laws is the law of gestation which says basically we can't push the envelope. We can't push, for example... The, um, the gestation period for a carrot, for example, it takes a certain amount of time and nothing we do will actually change that. So it's understanding that and that's why the plan is so important. So moving back from what the goal is and having a level of patience that as long as we're doing what is required and knowing what the timeline potentially is going to be, then we will get to the outcome that we're looking for. So that's the last one, having a level of patience. So they're the four Ps. So purpose, plan, persistence and patience. So as we as we wrap up this particular episode, I want you to think about, are you preparing for your Olympics? Whatever that might be. Now, whether it be this year, next year, or the year after, what is your Olympics? What are you thinking about and what are you preparing for? Because you need you need to define your purpose. You need to have a really clearly articulated purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing right now and what is it going to lead to? Do you have a plan for that? Do you have a blueprint for success that is going to enable you to fulfill that purpose and live out your why within the time frame that you've actually set for yourself? Do you have the innate persistence in order to go through what you potentially have to go through, including challenges, maybe including rejection, maybe including failure in order to get to the destination? That if you didn't do that, there was no way you'd be able to get there. And do you have the patience to see it out? Are you, do you have the patience to say, no matter what happens, I'm going to stay in the game? And that's the key thing. If you can stay in the game, then the results will take care of themselves. And if you'd like some help with this, if you'd like somebody to hold you accountable as you go through and prepare for your own Olympics, if you'd like somebody to help you with your progress towards being that exceptional sales leader and helping you develop your purpose, create that plan, help you with persistence, and also give you a level of patience, but also some accountability, then I'd love to work with you one-on-one. Simply, as you know the drill, go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time, we'll have a conversation over the wonderful Zoom. Uh, Talk a little bit about you, talk about what I can help you with and how I can help you, and we can get started as early as next week on your preparation for your own Olympics and to help you become that exceptional sales leader as early as the next 90 days. So look forward to that conversation. Until next time, have a phenomenal weekend. Hopefully you can relax re-energize, reflect, and get ready to reload for next week. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.